you can't say no. I think that's the first thing I realised in, in business, is no doesn't mean no. It just means not right this second. And you can definitely turn people around. Uh, there's many ways to do it. Uh, but I've, I have found that you, you can't take no for an answer. Welcome to the Business Mastermind Podcast with business strategist, speaker and author, Gavin Preston. Tap into this meeting of minds between everyday business people on their journey to master business growth. Join them as they share strategies, insights and shortcuts to help you survive and thrive in business and life as you scale your business and achieve a bigger impact. Welcome to episode 38 of the Business Mastermind podcast. This is Gavin Preston, your host. Today we're talking to Kirk, Kirk Elliott of Pro Muscle Products. I've known Kirk for a number of years and have the great pleasure of supporting him and observing and watching him grow his business, scale it from strength to strength. He started off um, opening and running a small retail shop and selling um, powders and um, supplements for gym enthusiasts, for bodybuilders. He moved that online. He then went into taking over his first sort of factory space industrial unit, which he seemed to be the added. Then there was a second, then the third, and soon now actually the fifth manufacturing uh, space. So he's in contract manufacturer for the supplements uh, industry and has uh, launched new brands himself into the UK market. And he's super excited about a brand new um, brand, Chemical Warfare supplement that he's, he's launched in the UK and in Germany and is taken to the US in uh, January. So our conversation is about his journey of growth, but also importantly about what he did that really unleashed uh, his expertise and his value in the areas of the business that matter the most and how he made friends with doing video on Instagram, got out of his own way, and how he has built and is building a personal brand which is helping to really drive sales. You're going to love this one. This is Kirk Elliott from Pro Muscle Products, episode 38. Kirk, hello and welcome to the Business Mastermind uh, podcast. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Gavin. It's nice to be a part of the show. Now, uh, before we launch into our, our conversation today, tell uh, our listeners a little bit about um, Kirk, your business, what you do. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm Kirk Elliott. I, um, I'm director of Pro Muscle Products. We are a contract manufacturer, stroke wholesaler, stroke retailer, stroke online seller, um, covering all bases in the sports nutrition industry. Um, and we're soon to be branching out in America. Which is very exciting times. So just tell us a little bit about the growth, because we started working together a number of years ago, and, and, and you initially started off in a retail um, a retail shop in Blackpool, and then from there you moved online, but then you then you kind of got a major breakthrough, didn't you, that changed your, your business? Yeah, that's right. So I started out, um, I used to teach uh, sports in prisons, um, and then I got into bodybuilding, and I wanted to be a better bodybuilder, so I thought I'd open up a bodybuilding shop. Um, the, the entrepreneur in me um, saw that the actual products that I was buying in um, from other brands wasn't giving me enough margin to be able to fulfill the lifestyle that I was um, desiring. So I went to a local factory and um, I started off with some fat burners um, and I went around the country um, putting these into sunbed shops on a seller return basis. And I think I drove, I drove everywhere, Wales, Scotland, the whole of the UK. And we had about 350 sunbed shops. So uh, I gave them five fat burners. They made £10 off each one. If he didn't sell, my courier would pick him back up, so there was no risk. Um, that was very successful. Uh, on the back of that, 
we then um, started importing um, small bits of these products, the ingredients uh, from China, all kind of a capsule machine. And we had a guy up in a stainless steel room that we transformed above the shop, uh, pumping these capsules out. I think we could get 50 tons a day, <laughs> which on the scale of now what we can do, like you know, we can do like maybe like 5,000 a day or something like that. Um, it, but you have to start somewhere. I think that's the thing. So the business kind of grew from there. Um, so you would import the raw materials, the raw powders, and you create them into capsules and then sell those products. That's right. Yeah. So basically, an opportunity arose where I had a chance to uh, purchase a factory that was, uh, it was it was in its very it was in its infancy, um, but it, it was failing with the with the management side of it. And um, I remortgaged my house and uh, took a risk on it. And um, and it's I think I saw an opportunity that the only way I could grow is by making it myself uh, because the margins were so small in the industry. Um, and you also are waiting for other people then. Now, don't get me wrong, we're still waiting for um, different manufacturers of raw materials from all over the world uh, to send things over and plastics and containers. But it's still in our own hands you know, we could work uh, through the night to get the products out. Whereas when you rely on other companies, um, I was experiencing a lot of setbacks. So, um, so, yeah. so you, so you achieved a, you know, as the strategist would call vertical integration because you've actually bought or acquired the manufacturing capability. So you manage your manufacture and your retail both offline and online, but then you started to grow off the, uh, the, the, product base in terms of uh, sorry, the customer base of contract manufacturing customers, the other people that wanted their powders, their protein powders and, uh, and capsules made? Yeah, so um, when I was um, buying products from the factory I originally went to to get these fat burners, um, I met uh, different wholesalers um, and I bought products from them for my store in Blackpool and uh, they were supplying a small amount of, uh, they, were, they were taking a small amount of my brand and, and selling it to other gyms. So um, when the opportunity arose and I got this factory, um, I pretty much begged people who I was currently uh, dealing with to uh, give me a shot at making their products. As soon as we got certified with the correct uh, certifications, um, I just said, please give me an opportunity. Um, some of them said no, but I kept going back to them. <laughs> Brilliant. Persistence. I think you can't say no. I think that's the first thing I realised in, in business is no doesn't mean no. It just means not right this second. And you can definitely turn people around. Uh, there's many ways to do it. Uh, but I have found that you, you can't take no for an answer. So, uh, yeah, we got in touch with these people. Slowly they grew their brands. They were, they were, they were actually uh, wholesalers who developed their own lines. Uh, but they had a massive um, range of people that they, they could distribute to due to the wholesaling. So they then grew. And then word of mouth passed around. And then another person gets on board. And then before you know it, you're slowly picking up accounts um product development uh, you know have to get a full-time product developer on the go um we must be developing i think maybe four or five different uh, products a day so um it's uh, what are these for the different contract manufacturers so you're helping uh, them do the yeah so every, say the industry is quick moving so there's lots of new products all the time new, new fads and everyone wants to jump on board it so as soon as one person brings something out everyone wants to jump on that thing so um Everyone we make for has constantly got new ideas all the time. So we have to try and make them work, whether we have to get them to fit into the capsule, source the ingredients from, I mean, we must have about eight, nine different countries now we're sourcing from. Uh, they're going to make it taste right on the powder side of it, which is very difficult. Some of the things taste like battery acid, you know. Um, and it's a learning curve for me and the team because 
the team that I've got in the factory were actually uh, worked in capsule and tabulation uh, tablet factories before. And uh, it was new to them originally to work with powders. So they had to learn as they, they were going along. You know, we had to get specialists in to come over from Ireland to, 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 to help us out with um, different materials and learn how, how, you know, what kind of levels we have to put in to make them work properly in the product. So it's been a huge learning curve for everybody. But it's interesting. And I think the main part is if you love it and you love the industry, it's not work. It's just fun, you know. It's fun. And as it gets bigger, it is stressful. But, you know, I don't mind working till two in the morning because it's, I love it, you know. I think if you do something you love, it's not work. So you saw so, quick growth when you took over the factory. Um, you, you, as we were working together, you, you, you increased your turnover something like five times in 18 months. You know, it was, a, it was a phenomenal growth rate once you included the manufacturer and got the contract, uh, contract manufacturing customers. Um, I, I think... I needed, um, I, the reason I'll, I'll big you up a little bit here, Gavin, um, when I was, before I met you, I knew what I wanted to do, but I didn't know how to do it. And I knew I had the capabilities to do it. And I believed in myself. That's why I took the risk for the factory. But I was very unstructured. I was also very quick to react um, and quite volatile at times um, with situations which would then uh, lose my train of thought and I couldn't process properly how to make uh, good decisions on things. And I think what the the, uh, the original course I did with you when we worked together was it taught me, and it still it took a lot of time, it wasn't a simple year process, but over, over time uh, and over that year for a start, um, I learned to slow down. And I think you said to me, what's the worst that can happen? And I think a lot of people starting out in business, they think that it's the world's on the shoulders, which it is because, you know, you've, you took a risk. You've, you've got, you, you put all your money into it. You've got staff to pay. It's hard to make sure you get all the money back in to pay the staff in the month. But you need to be calm. Being calm, you can't see the big picture because you're too in this, in your, inside your own head. And what happens is you repeat in a wheel all the problems that keep going on and you don't solve them because you just over them saying how unfortunate am i for this to happen it's not fair <laughs> and then you throw your own pity you, party yeah you, you, but you're not solving the problem you just no, no. i think i read a book somewhere called like the six second rule or so and basically you can procrastinate for like five seconds and say right move on and do it and move on because otherwise bring your whole team down and what i was doing was my like tantrums would affect the other members of staff and then their work would suffer. You can't see this as an owner until you start to just go, hang on a minute, I'm going to have a heart attack if I carry on like this. It's, it's a long-term project. You've got to think of the macro, not the micro. And, and, and all new business owners are constantly trying to work out where the next pound's coming from. They're not seeing the big picture, but they could probably generate more money if everyone was calm or working towards a goal um, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a focused manner then every time something goes wrong, the owner's swearing or throwing his toys out. It makes the work atmosphere poor and people don't want to go in and the staff turnover is going to be high. So I think this, as a small business, um, you need to try and, I know it's very, very difficult. It's easy for me to say now, and now I've experienced it, but you just need to, to slow down a little bit, which will actually help you yeah. speed up. So what you say so you grew the um, the contract manufacturing side, but then you started to bring knowing the industry as you do, you started to develop your own new brands and you bring new brands to the market. 
Yeah, that's right. I mean, contract manufacturing is fantastic. I've took, um, I took a number of small brands now, um, you know, to a million, a million pound turnover, one of them, uh, in two years. Um, you know, he, he's come up with some great ideas. Um, we just got things done as quick as possible, as efficiently as possible. We've had loads of problems along the way. Don't get me wrong, things go wrong. Um, schedules don't always hit, you know, uh, delivery days sometimes go over. As long as, first of all, you can keep the communication right, and that's the main thing. Uh, this is something that you have to have the right people in for. It's something that made me quite ill at one point because I was trying to do it yeah. all myself. And, um, so when you say do it all yourself, you were running the factory, you were managing all the staff, you were running the driving the sales, you were managing the cash flow, etc. Yeah, what it was is I didn't think that anyone could do the job better than me, all of it. I thought I have to make sure, if I don't do that, it won't get done properly, which might have been the case, but I wasn't really giving people the opportunity to do it because I'd oversee them too, too much. It was like, you know, they're like, yeah, I'm doing that. Have you done it? Yeah, I'm doing it. What, when you're doing that? And don't get me wrong, my mental, um, the, the way I can remember things now is fantastic because I remember pretty much everything like any business owner has to do, but you'll never ever progress your business if you're running every aspect of it. So yeah, anyway, I'm slightly gone off there. So going back to the main, the main point there, yeah, we, we did contract manufacturing, really enjoyed that side of it. Uh, which we still do. Uh, but the thing is, I, I wanted to do something where I can put my stamp on it. It's great seeing other people succeed um, and helping people out, you know, changing people's lives. Um, but then I wanted to put my stamp on the world. You know, I wanted to make a brand that uh, I was, it was in the, in, in the actual field that I was into, which is bodybuilding. And I wanted to make it bigger and better than any other brand that's, uh, that's been done. So we launched Chemical Warfare, which is actually a brand of the 90s. I rebought all the IPO addresses. And um, we launched that in FIBO. In so FIBO is so there's the FIBO is one of the biggest trade shows in, in yeah. the world. Actually, it is the biggest trade show for sports oh, okay. nutrition, and uh, it's not nutrition; it's everything. It's got gym accessories, clothing, you know, anything you can think of for health and fitness. They have ten halls there. So describe how you because you, you did a, a brilliant launch show. So describe what you did that made the launch show effective, and it didn't all go according to plan as you arrived there as well, didn't it? <laughs> It didn't know. So um, basically, we, we, we got the stand. Um, we got everything made in... Um, everything was made in Italy. And it was drove up. And what happened was there was a, there was a lorry crash. And we actually thought that the guys who were taking the stand up had, had passed away. But fortunately, they were, um, they were just hospitalised. But I lost the stand. Now, I found this out 12 hours before the show started. It was not 12 hours. It was about 24 hours. So, so you, hours you're before. actually in the convention hall the, the, at the moment, and you've got a I big was, space. I went, to, I went at 12 o'clock. To, to see your stand? Yeah, I went there at 12 o'clock to see my stand, and he said, It's not coming. And all around, everybody else is getting set up, and you look at this. this. Everyone's getting set up. Everyone's getting set up. I'd already paid 12 grand for it. I'd already paid 12 grand for the stand, like 24 grand in. I'd paid for all my team to come over for hotels. So we're talking like, we're talking like 30 grand here which I've lost. <laughs> so basically, I actually had a little bit of a slight meltdown. <laughs> I think... Fiance, fiance Rachel said to me, you can fix this. Don't worry. So what I did was, we, um, we spoke to the event organiser and I said, can you please let me speak to a stand designer? So I calmed down and thought, how can we fix this? Because we've got to fix it. And um, I spoke to a guy called Wolfgang and he managed to um, agree a price, 10,000 euros, 
Um, Jimmy, my designer, had to send him loads of details. It was nothing like the stand before. It was just a stand. Um, we didn't know what it looked like. And he said, I finish tonight at 12 o'clock doing this stand. I will then start your stand and finish it at 7 o'clock in the morning. And the show starts at 8. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. Well, I slept about three hours. Woke up. I thought, what am I going to see? Because obviously this is the launch of something I've put over £100,000 in. <laughs> right, in total. And I was like, I can't believe this. Anyway, got to the show. And the stand was better, better than the last one. It was unbelievable. The, the artwork, the shelving he'd done, really? the tables. It, it was fantastic. And it was one of the best stands there. And everyone commented on it. We got, you know, people come up saying, love the stand. And uh, the, the, the show was a real success. We've met distributors from uh, um, Asia, uh, Pakistan, uh, the, the UAE, um, Norway. And it, and it set a presence for us, you know. And... And from that, we've obviously, we've gone on, um, we've signed some big athletes, got some very famous uh, bodybuilders on board. Um, and then from that, we are, we, we sponsored the RX Muscle, which is the main news coverage um, outlet in America. So we sponsored for two months the Mr. Olympia coverage. So our advert was at the front of every single video, going out to 60 to 100,000 people. So we've been speaking to two factories, one in Utah, one in California. Um, I'm going to fly out there this month to um, see them both, and then we'll make a decision on um, on who we're starting with. But we've got to launch for January. We are launching for January to keep the momentum going. So uh, it's, it's it's quite exciting times at the moment. Um, yeah. So having your own brand, it just it's just a bit more fun, you know. Not saying that I don't love making people's products. Like we've got another big one that we've got lined up with a company I'm speaking with at the moment, who are very big on the world scene. Um, but yeah, this is something that I just thought, you know what, I'm going to do something myself, you know, something that I can be proud of and say, oh, you heard of that brand new, and I'm the man behind it kind of thing. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. But you, you went to some risk, you know, you obviously put a lot of money in the development of the brand, the development of the, <clears throat> the labeling, the branding, going across to, to, to FIBO in Germany to put money into attending the show and then having a stand built and then rebuilt and then the sponsorship behind rx sports you know that that's a, a significant upfront business but it's a, it's a testament to you wanting to go big with this brand from the from the launch from the outset yeah, absolutely i think uh, if you believe if you believe you can do it you just got to do it that's it there's like this calculated risk and there's making sure that you've got to make sure your cash flow is right that is like you have to cash flow it out you, you you can't just say i'm just going to do this and hope you survive that'll just kill you you've got to be sensible with that but you just got to do it. It costs a lot of money, but if you want to be world, you want to put a global footprint in, and you want to be a success, it's going to cost. It's just going to cost. You know, marketing is very expensive. You know, uh, everything, the products, the development, everything, every single part of it costs money. But if you believe you're going to do it, then you just do it. I don't even think twice about it. It's not what people say to me a lot of times. How do you sleep? How do you, you know? How I said because it's just. I just do it. It's like it's built into me. I don't think you can learn it. You, you either believe in yourself and you can do it or you don't. You, you're either going to do this kind of a role. Like an entrepreneur, I don't think you can learn how to be one. You either, you either are one or you're not one. Yeah. And that's as simple as... So you have, you have days when you're absolutely buzzing and you're flying. You also, you, yeah. you're like every human being, have days when you don't feel as good or you don't think, feel things are going your way. Absolutely. What have you found that works? What have you found that works to help you get back on the bike, so to speak, when you when you get back on the game when you're not feeling as great? I'll I tell, tell you what I've, I've found. Um, 
I, I go to the gym. Okay, now I got well out of shape. Um, when I was at a time where I was, when I was doing very well, I was succeeding, succeeding, but I was thinking, what do I do next? I took my after game, I took my after my body and my health. I actually became quite depressed that I was doing well because I was kind of like, oh, I'm, I'm kind of doing this. And it's, you know, we obviously have issues, but it just felt like, well, what do I do now? And I just kind of lost a bit of, ins- I lost my enthusiasm for everything. So going to the gym. In the morning, I get up. I was at the gym at half five this morning. Get up before everyone else gets up. Go to the gym, do my workout, come away, release your endorphins, be ready for the day. You get changed, you get ready for work. If I'm not feeling it, you go back to basics again and think, right, what can I do today? Three goals today that I need to do to hit those goals to get me back on to where I'm going to. So every day I have I have three goals that I write down and I've got to hit them, and then. When the day's finished, I've completed what I needed to do and feel like I'm back on track. So Great. Another key shift you made that really helped you free up to focus on growing the brand and creating the strategic moves like moving to the US uh, was getting a key right-hand man for your business, wasn't it, to help you with the manufacturing. Just talk about that, about what the differences that made for you and also that bit about letting go because you had to, at one stage, were having to manage and oversee all of the factory. Yeah, I think... Um... You can never do a solo role like flying around the world and and uh, trying to make a brand grow when you're running day to day tasks uh, in the business. It's not going to happen. You've got to realise that. So, um, just for anyone listening who's thinking of branching out before they've really got the, the the home set up, it's not the right thing to do. You get your home set up properly, make sure you're solid, and then you can branch out. There's no rush in branching out. That's just for anyone who's thinking about, shall I do... So when you say get your home set up properly, what do you mean by get, that? Get, get, get your house set up properly, get your factory, get your, get your office, get everything set up properly before you think about branching out and doing something else. So and, when, and for you, that was a key hire. It, it was absolutely. So I, I had to make sure I got a number two in who, is, who could run the business whilst I could then go and do what I wanted to do. Otherwise, I wouldn't have launched Chemical Warfare because it wouldn't have worked. Because you're too intricate to the business running that you can't focus on being creative because when you're doing simple questions such as you know has that been ordered when's this coming in there's an issue arising with that you lose you your thought process you can't be you can't be clear on your goals because you you're worn down with day-to-day issues you it so when i found when simon obviously i had hunted simon he's a he's a running a catering manager who had like 76 staff under him a big, uh, a big operation not far from me. And he came on board with managerial skills. Now, don't get me wrong, I was a teacher. And I'm a creator. And I'm a, and I'm a sports nutrition brands. Simon's run teams. Simon's very good at man management with people. You know, uh, he saw the, he's known me for a long time. He, saw, he knows the creativeness in me and he believes in me. That's why he left his job. He wouldn't have left his very well-paid job unless he believed in the vision that I had. But, but without him, I can't do what I'm here to do. And when I wasn't doing what I was wanting to do, I was depressed. I ate loads of food. Like I said, I was doing well, but I was like, oh, something missing, you know. This, this is this more to my journey than being a factory manager in a way. You know, so I've got it. So when I got Simon Bonnie, it, it was the best decision I ever made. Put so much stress off me. I became healthier. I could spend more time in the gym. I didn't have to fly to work to open up. I mean, I used to go to work at eight o'clock. Well, I didn't open till half eight for no reason. 
I just thought I need to be in work. And people listening to this will get this. You become a busy fool, right? I'll stay at work till nine o'clock at night to feel like I was doing enough work, but really I wasn't really doing anything. And it's like, when you take a step back and get someone in to do these things, you're like, you can do the things that you need to do to get you to your journey's end, rather than just doing stuff for the sake of doing it, because you feel like you need to do it. So all these things about getting Simon on board, you know, writing your goals down is the simplest way to achieve them. Otherwise, you don't, you don't waste time doing something that's not on your goals. You know, you think, shall I do this or not? Well, is this what you want to, is that going to help you achieve the goal? If it's not, then don't do it. Just say no. Just say no is the best way to do things. I'd say no loads now. I never used to say no. I used to try and think, oh, I can get a piece of that pie, get a piece of this pie. I was never really shooting anything down properly. I was just like half doing everything and not really doing anything, but being really busy to the point where I'm like, oh, I'm too busy. I can't cope. I'm stressed. But I'd made my own stress and I wasn't making myself happy. So, you know, yeah, you need to get your house in order uh, to be able to move forward. But at the same time, you need to focus on what your actual life goals are and what your actual business goals are. And every day, try and write those three things down that get you closer to doing it and then you'll feel good. Brilliant, because you're making progress. Well, you feel yeah. good, you build up some momentum. Yeah. Actually, uh, Kevin Benniston, who was on the podcast last week, was talking about when, you, when you've got things going well, you're in, you've got momentum, put some key building blocks down to, to make progress, and uh, you're, cert- you're certainly doing that, making key moves, and um, giving yourself that constant momentum boost by seeing yourself ticking off and achieving goals, which is fantastic. Another part of the journey that's been growing the brand is you've obviously grown the brand of the product, or growing the brand of the product, but you're also growing the brand of you, the person, behind the product and um we were we were talking yesterday about the fact that you've uh, you've kind of got out of your own way when it comes to doing stuff on social media particularly videos on instagram and how this is really causing the brand to accelerate and has led to the launch a successful launch of a an ambassador scheme so talk us through through your journey about being almost afraid or of going and putting yourself out there online and on videos to what you're doing now yeah, it, it's very daunting for someone who's not been behind the camera um, very often to go onto Instagram and to record a video of yourself where you're actually looking at yourself while she's talking, which does put you off, and, um, and, and, and press send. I mean, the amount of times that I must have took these videos and gone, no, it's not right, do it again, because I'm bothered about the perception of what the audience is actually thinking but what they're actually thinking is, is they want decent content coming out of my mouth that's informative to them or makes them laugh. What I was trying to do was, oh, this is not a good angle of my face because I'm a bit... <laughs> or yeah. uh, I've not said that right or I could have done this better. They're not bothered. And I, and I realised this, is that I just press send. And when I start to just press send, it's gone, forgotten about. Now, if people don't like it, then they don't have to watch it. They're not going to tell you they don't like it, really. They just watch it. Some people might say, Ooh, what's this guy now? Whatever. But they don't know me. They don't know the real me. And I don't know them. So it doesn't really matter. You've got to be a bit thick-skinned online. But just do it. Because as soon as you engage with your audience on a video, they'll listen to it. If you send a picture of your product onto social media, onto Facebook, onto Instagram, onto Pinterest, whatever, people just scroll through it. They just scroll. Yeah, yeah, great, great video. They'll, they'll watch. And they'll listen and it's going to go in. Now, 
the more you can bring your own personality out into these videos, people then feel like they know you. And they also see the genuineness of you. And they want to be part of your journey. If I say, look, guys, we've got this thing going on this weekend. You know, come down, be a part of it. We want you to be part of the family, be part of the team. People love being part of the community. So with the brands, I found that if you can build um, a brand of uh, a community brand where people want to be a part of it, they want to buy the t-shirts to say, I'm part of this brand, you know, uh, that's where you'll get the sales, but you don't necessarily have to push the products because they'll buy into that subliminally by being part of the brand rather than you. As soon as you start to sell, people switch off because they're so used to people online. It's all about just giving them information that they're interested in and being honest, having a bit of a laugh. You know, just just calm, just relax. It's just like talking to you on here, but you're just talking to your phone. And the best way to do it is to practice. The more you do it, the easier it becomes. You don't always have to send, just keep, just keep practicing. And so you're used to seeing your own face in the, in the camera. It took me about two or three weeks. And then as soon as I thought, not, I'm just going to do it, then the whole game changed. The inboxes started coming in. I was doing this, like you said about the uh, ambassador program. We, we've done a tier program. So to, to explain that, because this is this has really helped the yeah. brand launch virally, so, hasn't it? Yeah, so what it what it is basically, it's a tier program where you become an ambassador for the brand. Now, everyone wants to be a part of it. Online, they want to be sponsored by someone. They want to be a part of an ambassador program. So what we've done is we, we offer them, they, they sign up. Uh, they can't do anything for any other brand in this industry once they sign up. But they get 20% off code so that they can pass on, on their social media and um, a 30% code for their own sales online. Now, how it works is if they get 0 to 5 units that have been sold in a month, they'll get one free product. Um, no, sorry, they'll just get the codes for that one. If they, if they get 6 to 15, sorry, tier 2, they'll get free products, free T-shirt, uh, and something else that we're giving them that month. 15 to 30 units sold, they'll get 7.5% commission, four free products, T-shirt, um, and then it goes on from 35 to 50 is 10% commission again, and it adds on. Now, and what's been the impact of the launch of this ambassador well, program? It's, it's just been amazing. I mean, you've got IFBB pros coming on board saying this is a better deal than having a contract because people can actually push the sales to the online. There might be an online coach or whatever, and they're pushing, um, they're pushing the sales. They're getting money back uh, off the commission. They're getting products back off me. Uh, they're then an ambassador, which which they love because it's a it's a tag on the profile, which which people are, you know really want these days because it looks like that, and they're also a part of something. Yeah. One's commenting on the post. They're all like, we're part of this team, and we've got some brilliant on board, like the current Mister World. You're building a community. You're building we, a yeah, tribe. They, they all want it because we've got the current Mister World on board, and we've 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 got like you know Zach Khan doing the American stuff, who's a super super world famous athlete. They all want to be part of it. They want to be part, I'm on the same team as Zach, I'm on the same team as, as Drew. And, you know, it's like people love that. So if you get the team right and you get the promotion right and, and everything, it'll just, people just get on board. Now we've had, I think we must have had like 40 something people join the ambassador program. And I've not even made, I've only just made a, a video uh, on Instagram just at the top. I've, I've not actually even done a proper video for it yet. I've just literally done a quick, hey guys, this is how it's going. And all these people have come back. So once we do it properly with a proper um, a videographer, 
uh, with me talking wow. proper video, it's going to fucking smash it, you know? So, um, fantastic. Yeah. Um, very good, the power of social media. I didn't realize it myself. And as soon as I started doing it, I mean, the amount of inboxes I'm getting off people, like loving your videos, really positive. It's getting me out of bed because I'm not, I'm not got a six pack. You know, I'm just putting the work in. I mean, I'm never giving up. I'm not giving in. I'm saying to people, look, if you want to do something, you know, I'm, I'm at two in the morning working here right now. Don't do it yourself. Put the work in. Don't win. You should just go and do it. And if you want to win, you know, this is what you need to do. So it, social media is very, very powerful. And, I, and now I'm utilizing it. I, I understand how, you know, we, we got like, I put a deal on. We got six sales, you know, uh, the, other, the other weekend. It was um, about three weeks ago. I, put, I said, guys, for this weekend only, it's like 20% off. Six sales came through in the first like few hours. It was only, like, I think it was like three, 300 quid or something, but that was just from social media posts. I mean, wow, you know, yeah. wow. Well, like yesterday, we had our quarterly strategic planning day, and um, your phone was just going ping, ping, ping with new sales coming on the, from, you know, from the, the website. Yeah, since, since we launched that a couple of days ago, it's just been non stop, um, you know, and it's, it's very, very exciting for me because people are actually wanting to be part of this brand. It's not like you trying to push it on people. I'll sponsor you, I'll give you this much free, and they just want to take, take. No, they actually want to. They want to post my pictures for all the brand and say we're part of it. I mean, it's great it's free advertising, but they're getting something out of it. Correct. Uh, yeah, and you're creating a real. You're creating a community with it, and then once you get that, people won't want to leave it. I've also noticed that you know, in terms of what you're doing on Instagram, the quality, of the photography is phenomenal. Yeah, so we we hire uh, professional photographers for everything. I mean, premium roles. If anyone wants to have a look at that, uh, that's a lifestyle brand that I own. That's got over um, 700 SKUs. I think there's about 300 products. Um, it's very similar to my protein. Um, and that is, uh, the, the Instagram for that's great. I mean, the pictures are unbelievable. They, they go on holidays with, with the photographers and, and taking pictures on the beaches and they've got all the teams. Yeah, it's really good. It's all high-end, but the thing is, it's got to be because you're a market and my competitors are doing that. If I suddenly put a picture on, you know, that we've, we've took it, it's just not going to work. Taken by your photo, Blackpool Prom. Well, yeah. <laughs> nothing wrong with Blackpool Prom, but I think a, a professional photographer shot in Marbella would probably work better. But, yeah, yeah. It's, it's everyone, the thing is, you, you're creating a concept of something, you've got to stick with it, and it's got to be, people want high-end stuff. The brand's called Premium Rolls. The pictures have got to be premium. You know, so um, at Premium Rolls on Instagram, people want to check that page out just to get some ideas of content and pictures. It's, uh, I'm quite proud of that. But same with Chemical Warfare, SOPs. You know, that's got a very good Instagram page. We've got top models. They've been on ITV, some of the, some of the brand members. Uh, one of them has been on um, Celebs Go Dating, and one of them's got like 300,000 followers, you know. So these high-end people in high-end photography pictures, it just gives the, the brand more credibility and people want to get on board it. You know, so fantastic. So as soon as you got out of your own way, you start worried about what angle your face was looking like. Um, you then yeah. just just freed up to just be yourself on the camera, practiced a bit because first, and then you you, you should be you should be yourself all the time. I think I've I've been a pretender for many years, pretending that I'm something that I'm not, and I've not been living my true potential. Uh, and I've been lying to myself and lying to people like, yeah, I train, I'm living this lifestyle, and I wasn't, you know, and I wasn't happy because I wasn't being myself. And as soon as you just think no. You're going to be true to yourself. You're going to do these things. You're going to, when you say something, you're actually going to do it. But the amount of times I'm going to have a comeback, you know, I'm going to come back and get in shape, and it never happened. That it's like I was losing my credibility, and I was also losing my own belief in what you're about. You know, you can't say you're going to do something, then stop at the first hurdle. 
And that's what I was doing. I was like, I'm going to do this, and I didn't do it. And I was like, you're weak, you're becoming weak. And then I think you just had to think, am I going to live this life of being weak and giving up at the first thing that goes wrong? Or am I going to do this properly? And every time something goes wrong, I'm going to, it's going to make me fight even harder. And I think that's where I am now. I feel very solid. Um, I do believe that. Um, and I think that, that really helps you in business. You've got to you know, believe that when your back's against the wall, that's when you come out fighting. You don't, you don't give up. It's too easy to give up. You've got to find a solution. But yes, And there's always a solution. There's always a solution. There is. And it's like, you know, I do believe you need to speak to people. You can't always conquer things yourself. Uh, no man is a mountain, as they say. And you need to have other people's opinions. That's why, I mean, me and you, Gavin, have worked together for, for, for a while now, for a number of years. And there's times when I'm like stuck on the situation, you know, different options, not sure what the best one is different scenarios difficult scenarios but we, we work them out you know and if you can't work them out you might ask someone else and eventually we get the right people who've got the right experience in certain fields to work it out so a problem should always be shared if necessary um, rather than being kept to yourself especially if it's like monetary as well how can you plan your cash flow don't keep it quiet because you're embarrassed if you're not doing very well talk about it say look i'm in, sh- I'm in shit creek here what, what what shall i do you know, have you got any, you know, I need to sort this out. Well, maybe don't pay him for five days. Do the, you know, just talk about it. Otherwise, being a business owner and having the burden of walking the walk on your own is a very lonely road. And that's not the road to success. And as you brought the team, you know, your actual full-time team and your kind of virtual team around you, you, you've blossomed. You know, you've seen your ability to focus on the stuff where you perform at your best, where you're going to make the biggest difference in growing the brand nationally and now internationally. So it's really exciting times. It is exciting. And I'm living the life that I wanted to live. I'm actually doing what I believe I should be doing. And I'm being a true person to myself now. And... um it's, it's, it's a fantastic feeling. I mean, there's going to be hiccups. There's nothing, trust me, you know this in life, and life is up and down. One minute it's brilliant, the next minute it's not. But if we can keep moving up and every time we come back down, just go back down again, work out how we can fix it that day or that week, go keep, keep, keep going up, keep climbing. You've got to keep moving forward. But try and do it in a positive way where you can still take time off the business, go and see something nice at the weekend, plan a trip, you know, I, for many years, didn't pay my fiance enough attention because I was so wrapped up in myself and my business and I was the most important thing. My business was the most important thing. And you become boring to people because all you talk about or think about is work. You don't listen to people because you're too tall visioned because you're thinking about work whilst they're talking to you. And you're actually missing out on life because life will pass you by and you might be successful, you might not, but you've missed it all. You know, you've got to make sure business works for you. And I understand at the beginning, you have to put everything into it. But try and take a day off or plan a day off or, you know, plan something nice with with your partner uh, because you need someone to support you and you don't want to push that person away by being uh, closeted if something, you know, things go wrong. You don't mind I want to talk to them about it, but that happens a lot. Who wants to live with someone like that, you know? so Wise words. Wise yeah. words. So, uh, do you want to? If people want to find out more about you, about your brands, Chemical Warfare and Premium Roars, how, how do they follow you and how do they find out more about your brand? Yeah, I mean, Instagram is really good because it's uh, it's got everything on there. It's got all the updates, videos. Uh, so it's Chemical Warfare Subs, and then you've got Chemical Warfare Subs underscore USA for the USA version, and uh, Premium Roars. 
is um, our lifestyle brand. So anyone who wants to buy vitamins, multivits, all that kind of stuff, uh, it's all on there. Yeah. So. Um, and people, people want to follow you personally as well. Follow your your. Oh yeah. So it's the one life underscore to live. The one life underscore to live. Yeah. Yeah, the one life underscore to live, and um, my name on there is Kirkus Maximus. <laughs> love it, Kirkus Maximus. Okay, Kirkus Maximus. <laughs> bit of an alter, bit of an alter ego on there. So, uh, yeah, so yeah. Kirkus so, so in your mind, how does Kirkus Maximus dress? You know, his underwear on the outside of his uh, pants. He, he, he dresses like a Roman. I can imagine a bit like Spartacus. Oh, I love uh, this. And and, and does yeah, he have a so war that's, cry? That's kind of like. Uh, no, I've not got to the war cry bit, but I just always imagine it. It's just full of life, you know, full of positivity and uh, courageous. And I think that's why it's Kirkus Maximus. Yeah. Fantastic, Kirk. <laughs> My name's Kirk, and it's, it's uh, kind of like a bit of a funky addition to the name. Yeah, so. Kirkus Maximus. I love it. But yeah, on, on, on Instagram, guys, I, like I said, I'm always uh, I'm posting what I'm doing. Uh, I'm trying to put a lot of original content out there, stuff that, that people can relate to, and just keeps you positive. If you want to follow someone, who's going to give you some good vibes, make you feel good. And if you feel a bit crap, get up and go and win. Follow me. <laughs> so I'm trying to bring a bit of positivity to everyone's day. Kirk, a pleasure as ever. Speak soon, mate. Take care, go. Bye now. Cheers. Bye for now. You've been listening to the Business Mastermind podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate and review so that more people like you can get their business back on their own terms. Enjoy more success and create more impact.